Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of our homeland, Eretz Yisrael. May Kaddish Baruch Hu, may God protect our brave soldiers, and may God return all the hostages from Gaza immediately. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafu Shalema, of our Avamitai Ben Shoshana, Hindabas Adol, and all those who need to experience a speedy and complete recovery. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Leah Mincha Bas Yaakov Yosef, Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yochimila Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted, and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Truma, Space We Create. Our Parsha begins with God instructing Moshe Rabbeinu to solicit donations from the Jewish people for the construction of the Mishkan, a sanctuary, a home for God. They were asked to donate precious stones, gold, silver, and copper, as well as specialty wools, linen, animal skins, and acacia wood. And on the top of Harsinai, God gave Moshe the exact instructions on how to build the Mishkan. It was designed to be readily disassembled and transportable, accompanying the Jewish nation throughout their journeys in the desert. The second half of our Parsha and the following Torah portions detail the intricate design and construction of the Mishkan of the sanctuary for God during the desert. However, a question comes to mind. Our Parsha begins with God instructing Moshe to accept donations from the Jewish nation. The Pasuk writes, And you shall take for me donations from all those whose heart moves them to give, you shall take, you shall accept donations. Interestingly, the Torah's wording does not make this donation an obligation, rather it seems like a choice by the person who is moved and inspired to give. Hashem, God tells Moshe explicitly, take donations from those whose heart moves them to give, not making this a requirement or an obligation. But why does the Torah only require those whose heart motivates them to give, essentially making these donations and these contributions optional and voluntary? Why does the Torah use the words, heart-inspired when instructing and accepting of contributions to build the Mishkan, to build the dwelling place for God in the desert? Rashi, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading Torah commentary, answers this question by looking at the word Yidevenu, which means inspired or motivated. He writes that this shares the same root word, the same shirish, as Nedava, which means donation. And this explains the repetitiveness in the Pasuk, V'yitzchuli and Tchu, which both mean to take. One refers to taking donation, while the other means to accept the contribution. Rashi reads the Pasuk as the following and you shall take from me donations and accept contributions from all those whose heart wants and moves them to give. However, the Chassam Seifer, Rev. Moshe Schreiber, a leading Torah scholar from the early 19th century, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He answers this question by detailing the condition of these contributions. He writes there's only one requirement to take part in the building of the Mishkan. Donate and contribute from the heart. The Chassam Seifer explains that God, that Hashem is instructing Moshe to accept and take donations only from those who want to give, from those who want to take part in the building of a sanctuary, of a home for God in this world. 
And these feelings, these motivations, can't be forced or obligated as they come from the essence of our soul. And although we shall feel compelled to give and to contribute, God does not demand. God does not force us to make space, but rather dwells in the space we make for Him. While God does require us to follow His commandments and to study His rules, regulations, His Torah, God does not compel any donations to build a mishkan, to build a home, to build a sanctuary, a space for Him. For we should desire to be closer to our Creator, to our Father in Heaven. And hence, the contributions for the construction of the Mishkan may only come from those who seek a deeper relationship with the Divine, a deeper connection to the holiness and to the oneness of God. The Chassam Sefer continues that just a few psukim later, God invites the Jewish people to create a home for Him. And they shall make for me a sanctuary, says God, and I will dwell in them. Our history, especially our Yetzirah Mitzrayim, our exodus from Egypt, is a narrative that underscores the transition from physical slavery to spiritual freedom. And not just a journey in the Midbar, not just a journey in the wilderness, but of heart, but of soul, where each step towards God reveals the greatness of our potential when we reveal the greatness of Him, of God, of our Creator, of our Master of the Universe. God calls for a personal mikdash, a personal sanctuary, where His divine oneness becomes more than just a concept but a vivid and a living reality. And such an understanding, such a realization can't be compelled or mandated. It must stem from the genuine yearning to seek and to embrace the oneness and the love of God. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand the difference between compelling feelings in others and creating an environment where they can arise, where they can grow naturally. True understanding and realization can't be forced or hurried they can only emerge from a place of genuine introspection, genuine personal discovery. And creating space for awareness is more than just making room around us. It's about learning to understand, to grow, and to see the path that God has set before us. And this shifts us away from focusing solely on our individual desires, towards seeing the multiple opportunities that we have to achieve our dreams and accomplish our potential. I will conclude with a powerful quote from Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory. The highest achievement is not self-expression, but self-limitation, making space for something other and different from us, from ourselves. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to the partial perspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.